Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Radio. We almost named this radio show after that song. What's up, everybody? It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and uh, the ESPN MT app. Incubus, one of my all-time favorite bands. Wish You Were Here, one of my all-time favorite songs. What a great name. Uh, we've had multiple iterations of the, the names in my five-plus years here at uh, ESPN Radio. And uh, we just decided to keep it simple. Nuanas now. So thanks for tuning in with us here uh, on your Thursday. I am Coulter Nuanas. We are coming to you from the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years. And happy to say so. You missed anything in the first hour of the show. Fun first hour. We heard from Spencer Brash, the... uh, Junior quarterback for the Cal Poly Mustangs as they prepare to host Montana State on Saturday. We also talked some Bobcat Cal Poly and some Tommy Malott. We also talked some Grizz Eastern Washington and an analysis about uh, the factors that have gone into Eastern Washington sitting at 2-7 and seven as they make their way to Missoula. And we talked a little bit about the all-class volleyball tournament. Some more scores coming up in just a minute. You can find everything from the first hour of today's Nuanas Now on the uh, Nuanas Now podcast, N-U-A-N-E-Z will get you there. And uh, please rate, review, subscribe. The Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store, new location, downtown Missoula, the corner of uh, Higgins and Broadway at the M Store. They're all grizz all the time. And uh, the Nuanas Now podcast, also presented by the Montana State Bookstore. Appreciate those two fine sponsors for helping bring you uh, Nuanas Now in podcast form. Brooks Nuanas, our NFL an analyst and uh, NFL gambling analyst, as well as uh, my business partner and co-founder, SkylineSportsMT.com. He'll join us in about 15 minutes. Maybe a little sooner than that. Maybe about, maybe about 10. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how long we talk some all-class volleyball. I'm trying to get... A Sentinel senior score for you. That's the last first-round game of the Class AA playoff to go uh, final. Uh, probably it started at 4. Maybe the, I don't know what the, the status is of the games, like if they're on track or not. Usually pretty good because uh, there's there's usually two hours between tip times and, and volleyball, very fast-paced and fast in general, just in duration, sport. So I don't know what the status is, but I'm searching on Twitter at every single uh, result yielded from uh, Sentinel Senior Volleyball is just links to the live stream, which I guess I didn't really know. I guess I'm naive for not knowing, but I I didn't really know that there was that many live stream options for this. Maybe we'll turn this on uh, later on in the week. But the all-class volleyball tournament raging on in Bozeman, and uh, the East dominated the AA in the first round. The Billings West Golden Bears swept the Missoula Big Sky Eagles 3-0 in the first game of the AA tournament. Bozeman Gallatin swept Missoula Hellgate in the second 
match. Great Falls CMR, the defending AA state champion, beat Helena High, the top seed out of the Western AA, 3-1. to one. And then Sentinel and Senior are going right now, or, or maybe just wrapping up. We'll get a result uh, as soon as we can from that one. But Eastern domination of the AA tournament early. In Class A, Billings Central, the uh, defending state champions, they won 3-1 to one over Polson in the opening match. Haver beat Hamilton 3-0. to zero. Laurel beat Stevie 3-1. to one. And then Harden and Ronan are ongoing at this exact moment there at the Brick Breeden Fieldhouse in Bozeman. Class B, Townsend wins 3 to nothing over Thompson Falls. Huntley Project, 12 state championships over the last, I think, 17, maybe 18 years for the Red Devils. The, the team to beat every year in Class B, quite honestly. They beat Glasgow 3-0. to zero. Cole Strip sweeps Chodo, Chodo excuse me, uh, 3-0. to zero. And uh, then Big Fork and Shepard going on right now. So uh, one semifinal, Townsend and Huntley Project already set. Colstrip awaits the winner of Shepard Big Fork for the, uh, the undefeated semi there at the Class B tournament. In Class C, Chinook wins 3-1 uh, to one over Circle. Bridger wins 3-1 to one over Twin Bridges. Manhattan Christian sweeps Roy Winifred and then Belt and Seiko Whitewater Hinsdale uh, still yet to come in Class C uh, volleyball. So we'll see if we can find some live updates of uh, the the final first-round matches. Sounds like, oh, okay, here's a here's an update. Sorry, uh, Nuana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. You know, I'm new here. New on this here planet Earth in America, just learning how to to navigate this this crazy thing they call the internet. <laughs> Billings Senior makes it an Eastern Double A sweep of the first round by sweeping Missoula Sentinel. So dang! So uh, Senior and CMR that'll be a, a powerhouse matchup tonight, 8 p.m. So uh, pretty good there for Senior, and uh, too bad for the West. Uh, not so fast, not so much success for the West. And uh, talk about domination in the Class B. Shepard sweeps Big Fork. So four teams from the Southern B advance <laughs> through from the opening round. Um, Colstrip also advanced. Shoto also, or not, excuse me, not Shoto. Um, Huntley Project also advanced, and Townsend also advanced. So Southern domination at the uh, the Class B and we'll see if we can find that last Class C score for you. But we'll have updates throughout the uh, the next couple days. And on Monday, we'll have a, a whole list of our state champions. And I'm sure some of those young ladies will appear in our Treasure State Stars on Tuesdays as well. So fun time of year. And the all-class volleyball tournament from Bozeman. Always a really, really fun uh, event and a really, really fun culmination of the uh, the non-football high school uh, fall sports. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Time for all football all the time. It's presented by Sportsbet Montana. Sportsbet Montana has kiosks at a variety of your favorite locations around the state of Montana. If you want to find out where there is a Sportsbet Montana kiosk, you can uh, visit their website, and just click on locations, or you can download the app. 
the uh, the top NFL game in my mind this week is the Minnesota Vikings at the Buffalo Bills. That's the uh, one of the best teams in the NFC. The Vikings are off to a seven and one start, and one of the best teams in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills. But they are six and two coming off of last week's loss at the Jets. So they've lost to the Chiefs. They've lost to the Jets. Neither one bad losses, and the Jets looking a lot better. Uh, so that is certainly not a bad loss, just given the the prowess of their defense. I mean, Sauce Gardner has been all that and a bag of chips. He's been as good or better than he could ever hope for as a first-round draft pick at corner. And Quinnen Williams, the Jets' uh, stud defensive tackle out of Alabama, I was looking at the pro football focus uh, grades for the season. They grade out the tape of everybody. He's the, the highest-graded defensive lineman in the National Football League. So you know, when you have guys that are getting 95-plus grades, and those are your guys that uh, you drafted in the first round, you drafted the right guys. So the J- Jets are legit. I think they have elite talent defensively. Uh, but the Bills will see if they can bounce back. The uh, the injury that Josh Allen's dealing with, that sort of UCL, Tommy John surgery, now, I'm not saying he's going to have to have Tommy John, but it's a similar ailment uh, that causes that. So we'll see if Josh Allen can bounce back from that. But I think the Vikings-Bills uh, is an intriguing game. I also think Seattle at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has not been good, but and Seattle's been way better than people expected. But... Can the Seahawks continue to carry momentum? And also, this game's in Germany. So who adjusts best to the first ever game in Germany? That's that's an interesting one. And, and uh, you know, then you also have to look at the the, uh, the Indianapolis Colts, too, because they're going to have a brand-new head coach in Jeff Saturday and a guy who has never coached in the NFL before, a standout player as a center for the Colts. But how does he navigate his first game as a head coach? I, I really have no idea. I don't, that sounds like... Such an extreme challenge. So that's another game uh, worth watching here uh, in the NFL this week. Your primetime games, the Los Angeles Chargers at the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday night football and your uh, and the uh, the Washington Commanders at the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday night football. I actually think that's a really good game, too, because Washington's been way better than expected. And uh, it's like we always say, what do you think about this game? Andrew Andrew Houghton, the man on the other side of the glass, is... Uh, uh, a big Eagles guy. It's like I always say, though, the teams that that only lose a couple games in a year, it's not that they just lose to the other best team. So often it's that they lose to the middle-of-the-road team that just plays their best. The Eagles are at home, though. The Redskins are somehow, some way piecing things together with Taylor Heineke despite this like unbelievable amount of controversy swirling around the franchise. What do you think of Washington's Monday Night Football game? Uh Coulter, there are no such thing as a trap game for this year's Philadelphia Eagles. I'm sorry. there's, <laughs> It's just not going to happen. I have no rational analysis anymore about the Eagles or about any of their matchups. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. I'm not saying it's a trap game. I'm just saying that you better bring it. And the Redskins can get you into to play an ugly game. The Redskins are really good on defense, man. The Commanders are really good on defense. I'm never going to get – got to stop. It's been several years. The Washington Commanders, though, are really good on defense. They are, but especially going into this game, I mean, Philly is two, and Philly's defense is the defense that's geared up to make the big plays, where if you think it's going to be a defensive struggle, and it comes down to maybe just forcing a couple turnovers on defense, I mean, Darius Slay and James Bradbury, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, I mean, the Eagles have the guys in the secondary where if it's going to be a defensive struggle, they're going to be the ones making the plays. Awesome. Well, here's some of the... uh Betting lines to look at this week. 
Nuan is now all football all the time, a part analysis and part sports gambling segment presented by Sports Bet Montana. Sports Bet Montana has betting kiosks all around the state of Montana. You can also go check out the Sports Bet Montana app, check out the lines, the totals, all that sort of stuff. We focus on the NFL heavily on all football all the time. Brooks Nuanas joining us here on Nuanas now with me, Coulter Nuanas. And uh, I haven't even uh, looked at any of this stuff from this week yet, but last week you had a couple really good ones, including your uh, your unders parlay. That was a good one. That made daddy some money over here. So uh, this is a valuable segment, not just because of its content, but also because uh, of its uh, accuracy, as it were. So go to the Sportsbet Montana website to look up all of the uh, locations and to get that Sportsbet Montana app in your life. Uh, first of all, Brooks, uh, a broad NFL question before we get into the betting lines. Indianapolis Colts are a team that I've thought should have been a lot better than they have been the last couple of years. And uh, pretty clear their ownership thinks so, too, because Frank Reich fired last week, or earlier, I guess, this week. And uh, then they go and hire somebody not from the internal coaching staff, or not from another team's coaching staff, or not somebody that's ever even coached in the NFL. No, they hired uh, a legendary lineman for their franchise who's also been an ESPN analyst for the last while. Uh, what was your thoughts on Frank Reich out and Jeff Saturday in in Indianapolis? I mean, you can get rid of Frank Reich all you want. I mean, I, he's not the kind of guy that's going to rally teams from, you know, three and seven records or whatever the heck they, the, the Colts are right now. He's three six and one. He's not that guy, but Jeff Saturday sure ain't it either. And I thought it was a, I thought it was a terrible hire. I thought it was a terrible move. Uh, I think that the whole thing was that by the reports that I've heard is that Frank Reich said no to the Sam Ellinger uh, quarterback thing, uh, taking over from Matt Ryan, and then he finally said, "Okay, fine, I'll do it." And then after you know, first game was okay. They lose to the uh, Reds uh, Commanders by one, and next game they just get blown out twenty nine to three by the Patriots. Of course, Bill Belichick destroyed a, ba- a third round quarterback who's a rookie. I think Frank Wright went back to everyone and said, we're going to start Matt Ryan. And they said, no, we're not, Frank. And he said, all right, I'm out then. Uh, if you resign, you don't get paid. If you if you get fired, you get your severance package. And I think that's how it all worked out. I think Jeff Saturday is an uh, absolutely terrible hire. And you always know that uh, the people that are making these decisions are, are feeling insecure about them when they push back as hard on them as Jim Ursay has in the media. I mean, he's been going on every national radio show justifying this up and down. And uh, it's because he's trying to make himself feel better for being the laughing stock of the NFL Twitter universe right now. So we'll see how it works out. That's where I want to start, though, is the, uh, the Colts play at Las Vegas. The Raiders have been one of, if not the biggest disappointments in the National Football League this year. They've been bad, and they shouldn't be bad because they have great talent. Yet, uh, they're almost a touchdown favorite at home against the Colts. Are are we just staying away from this game? Because you'd think with a first-time, first-year, brand-new head coach, you'd want to bet against that team in some form or fashion. But they're playing against a bad team, yet they're still favored. Where are we at with that game? Absolutely hammer the Raiders. Um, I have in my power rankings, I have the Colts right now as where they sit with no Jonathan Taylor at running back and Sam Ellinger at quarterback. I have them as the worst team in the NFL. Um, As far as betting goes, I think Pittsburgh, I think Houston, I think Detroit, I think Denver are all 
bad, if not worse, than the Colts. I just think betting-wise, they're not going to be able to cover very much with with Sam Ellinger at quarterback. He's just not – he's a running power quarterback that, it, that you can't do that in the NFL, and they're not going to do that with him. Um, so at home, after everyone – I think Frank Reich was a, was a popular guy in the locker room. He's a good guy. He's a good coach too. So I, I think that there, some players are probably like, where are we going? In the NFL, Colter, you pretty much can't tank. And the Colts are going all in on tanking. That's very, very challenging to to put a man and his livelihood, his physical livelihood on the line so that you can get a higher draft pick. You know who doesn't like that? Like defensive players. You know who doesn't like that? <laughs> Everyone on the team. So I really think the Colts are in a tough spot. That line is six and a half, Coulter. The Raiders are favored. I want to put this out there for everyone because I have been burned in the last three years so bad on six and a half points because of the extra point moving back farther in the NFL. There is an extra point. There's three or four missed every time slot. There is five or six missed every single Sunday. So I personally like to buy that line down to five and a half so you can just cover six and not have to cover seven due to that missed extra point. All football all the time here on Nuanas Now, presented by Sports Bet Montana. We'll keep giving you as many of our best bets as we possibly can here. Uh, Brooks, it's funny how uh, the season has evolved already. We're kind of to the midpoint now. But I think that uh, it's so funny because during the beginning part of the year, the Packers had what we thought were pretty favorable matchups because we thought that the Packers were going to be the team that was a 13 or 14 win team like they have in the last couple of years. I don't know if I thought they were going to be as good as they have in the last couple of years, but I thought they were going to be the favorite in that division. Not so much the Packers stink. So uh, have we completely shifted now where when you're just first looking up and down the lines and first looking up and down the bets you're going to place at the machine that uh, maybe you're going away from instead of used to like beginning of the year is like, okay, What's what's one place I could start? I could start with a little money line parlay, a little Bills Chiefs Packers. Well, maybe now it's like Bills Chiefs and whoever's playing the Packers. They've fallen all the way to the other side of the coin, it seems like. Packers are terrible, man. I have them as one of the worst teams in the league, bottom 10 for sure. Uh, they have absolutely nothing going on. Defensively, they should be better. They're in shambles. Offensively, it is as bad as it gets. Aaron Rodgers has a thumb injury on his throwing hand. They have no receivers. They have no semblance of, of continuity. Uh, Aaron Jones is likely out this week. Um, I am hammering against the Packers almost always. you got to watch out for the, the backdoor covers um, from Aaron Rodgers just in case. you also got to watch out for him hitting the over because every now and then he's not scared to get a garbage time touchdown. I think that he would admit that. Um, but at home, the largest home dog this this week, not by by a lot. This week, there's only three home dogs um, on the season. Home underdogs are 29 and 25 um, covering. So you know that's that's something that you always got to monitor. But the Packers are five and a half point dogs against the Dallas Cowboys this week in Lambeau. I'd probably buy that line down to a field goal. But if you had to take five and a half or put my feet to the fire, I would take uh, the Cowboys covering against the Packers at, uh, at home. Other home dogs this week include uh, Carolina, two-and-a-half-point dogs against Atlanta coming to town. Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers are two-and-a-half-point dogs to the New Orleans Saints. That's... I've been loving betting against the Saints because the the lines give... The the betting lines have been giving the Saints a lot of love, and I don't really know why. Like, that line moved all the way down to Ravens one-and-a-half on Monday Night Football. I, you know, I I drove the machine, put 40 more bucks on it to, to get... I mean, because I thought the Ravens, I would have bet the Ravens all the way up to probably like five and a half. And when it fell all the way to one and a half, there's been a lot of action on the Saints, a lot of love from the odds makers on the Saints. So 
Um, the the, uh, the Steelers being home dogs against the Saints, I don't know, man. That that might be one you look at too. And then the Green Bay home dogs. So that's your that's your three home dogs there. And I agree. I think I'd probably try to buy the uh, the Green Bay line down to three and a half, two and a half, something like that against the Cowboys if you can. And uh, maybe maybe uh, put that one uh, on your list. But uh, it, as much as I like betting against the Saints, Pittsburgh's not good. So and they have like they're statistically the worst defense in the National Football League because and that's a very rare thing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So uh, where are we at with uh, with them as home underdogs? It's one of my favorite bets of the week. Um, I think that Mike Tomlin's just too good of a coach to continue like a, a full blown season long tailspin. Um, so I like the Packers, or sorry, excuse me, the Steelers at home against New Orleans. Um, again, that two and a half point line, I like to buy that up to three and a half. So in case the Steelers do lose on a last second field goal, you still cover, um, and you're going to get really similar odds. And it'll go from one hundred nine to you know minus one eighteen. You're, you're, the difference is two three bucks on a twenty dollar bet at most. Um, so I do like the Steelers a lot this week. Uh, one of my favorite bets of the week, no question. I think there's some other really solid bets where Vegas is kind of underestimating some of the powers that be. Um, For instance, the Bears are two-and-a-half-point favorites hosting Detroit Lions. Only two-and-a-half. I thought that was low. The Tennessee Titans, only two-and-a-half points uh, favorites against the Broncos. I thought both of those are low. I think those should both be three-and-a-half or four-and-a-half. So both those games, um, Tennessee and Chicago, I like them both covering that field goal at home. Maybe part of the the Bears be, get a little bit more respect is that they're they're using Justin Fields correctly. I mean, he set the NFL record for rushing yards in a game last week. They seem like they made a systematic change to let him use his legs more. Maybe that's why they're getting a little more love. I don't know. I mean, do we have any faith in the Lions at this point? That's a that's a funny game actually. With because uh, those are two of the the biggest struggle bus teams in the NFL. The Bears are absolutely rolling. They've, they've covered three weeks in a row, and uh, offensively they put up thirty points. You know, two or three weeks, and um, the Bears are rolling. I mean, they were only four and a half. They were only four and a half point dogs to the Dolphins last week. You know, uh, so to say that they're two and a half point favorites, it's a six point swing. The Dolphins and the and the Lions are much different uh, programs than, in the NFL, and I think that the Bears had all of the chances in the world to beat the Dolphins on, uh, at home. So I think that this week they'll take care of business against the Lions. And you ask, do I have faith in the Lions? Absolutely not. I think that, um, you know, day in, day out, week in, week out, I think that they're the worst team in the NFL. All football, all the time. Sports Bet Montana here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Okay, uh, what else do you like? I mean, what are some of the other things you're looking at, especially when it comes to some of these spreads or some of these totals? Well, last week, the the, the things I really told uh, the listeners here was I, I really liked last week um, the Jets to cover 12.5 against the Bills, and I really liked the Titans to cover 12.5 against the, the Chiefs. Those are just massive lines, um, and both those hit. The Jets beat the Bills, not only covered, but beat them, and the Titans had a really good chance to beat the Chiefs as well, lose in overtime on a field goal. Um, so both those hit, and then the unders that I gave last week all hit because right now the unders, they were 9-5 and five this week, and you can buy those up, which I recommend. Don't be greedy. Uh, buy those up super high um, so you can cover, uh, get some points underneath. So this week, I really like, I mentioned, I like the Titans covering against the the struggling Denver Broncos, who I think are, again, one of the worst teams in the league. Um, even with Malik Willis under center for the Titans, I think that, you know, Derrick Henry has four straight 100-yard rushing games. I mean, they call it Yeti season. When it gets cold, Derrick Henry rolls. So I love the Titans there. The Falcons on Thursday night, uh, uh, traveling to Carolina. P.J. Walker starts again for the Panthers. I think that you'll see some Baker Mayfield time. They're kind of mixing it all up. Uh, the Panthers are a fun story when, when things work out because of how much they've tried to tank as well. The Falcons have covered uh, as 
the second highest rate in the NFL this year. They're 6-3 against the spread. I'm on a short Thursday night after barely losing to the Chargers. I like the Falcons to cover 2.5 on the road in Carolina. And then I mentioned I really like Vegas uh, to cover against a really struggling Indianapolis team as well as Pittsburgh to, to, to cover that. Again, buy that up to three points. So the Steelers can lose by three at home to a Saints team that I do not think is all that talented and still cover there. The big spreads of the week, Jacksonville at Kansas City, nine and a half point favorites for the Chiefs. Again, that's a lot of points, ladies and gentlemen. Patrick Mahomes is rolling. He threw it 68 times last week against the Titans, one by three. So I think that Jacksonville can cover 10. You can buy that thing up all the way to 13, 14 points. I don't think Jacksonville's going to lose by two touchdowns. Um, but, you know, it is the Chiefs. The other one is Washington at Philadelphia on Monday night, 11 and a half points. You know, the, the commanders have been feisty this year. I think that they have, we've talked about it on this podcast or on this radio segment that they have some abilities to cover. Um, 11 and a half points is a lot of points. My favorite bet of the week, Coulter. Kansas City Chiefs against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Buy that that bad boy up to 57 points, under 57. Chargers at Niners. Buy it up to 52 and a half, under. And Seattle at Tampa Bay in Germany. The first game in Germany of all time. Buy that bad boy up to 51 and a half. You get plus 171 there. You're doubling your money on a $20 bet. Um, the unders and overs in the NFL, 51 Point five is the magic number. Only I think year round, like ten season sample size, that four percent of games hit over fifty one and a half. So if you get up over that, of course you're going to see 30, 38 to forty one. Of course you'll see some shootouts from time to time. But generally this year, especially, you're seeing a lot of twenty to seventeens. That's thirty seven total points, folks. You're 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 getting that under by over twenty. So again, I like the, some of those unders as well. I mean, even last week. I mean, you saw a couple 27-20s, a couple, you know, I mean, even 31 to 17, you know, a 28-24, you're still, like, you're still covering, or at least right, I mean, 28-24 is a pretty high-scoring NFL game, and that's right at that 51-and-a-half number. You're just going to barely lose as as an under right there if you get it up over uh, 51-and-a-half points. Also, weather is going to be a huge factor this time of year, and uh, defenses, they just get better as the season goes on. There's all these narratives about quarterback-driven league, offensive league. Offenses go downhill across the board no matter what, no matter who your quarterback is, as the season goes on. It's how the NFL works, especially because half the teams, at least in the NFL, play in cold-weather climates. So take a look at the weather and uh, also take a look at some of those spreads in the totals. The other fun thing, Coulter, is that Vegas is, or quote-unquote Vegas, is adjusting for these over-unders. Half of the games this this week, seven of the 14 games, the over is 43.5 points or under. Half of the games have over-unders of 43. That's one team guaranteed to not score 20. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're predicting that it's not going to be a very high-scoring week. The big one on the docket, I think everyone really needs to listen, is that Josh Allen has a sprained UCL, which is the Tommy John baseball ligament in his elbow. He will miss this week. I almost guarantee it, and he might miss two or three weeks. The Bills hosting the Minnesota Vikings, who are surging, my hot teams in the league right now, are Philadelphia, Miami, Seattle. And in that fourth spot, it's going to have to be the Vikings. They have covered a lot. They're 8-1 and one right now. No Josh Allen on the road. Tough spot. I'm not saying to take the Vikings, but be careful with that line for the Buffalo Bills being a full touchdown at 6.5. All football all the time. Presented by Sports Bet Montana. There are Sports Bet Montana kiosks all around 
the state of Montana, go to Sportsbet Montana's website and uh, just click on locations. You can also tune in during the 5 o'clock hour each week here on Nuanas Now from Brooks Nuanas betting advice here on your ESPN radio dial. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, man. I can't wait to watch Geno Smith some more. Love me some Geno. So is Coach Marty. Marty Mornaweg joins us every Monday. Loves him some Geno Smith as well. More NFL talk right after this. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. One of the best bands around. Welcome back. Happy Thursday. New is now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Coulter Nuanez coming to you through the ESPN MT studio. We got the, uh, the rivalry game. Maybe you heard of it. Coming up next weekend on the gridiron. But we have a rivalry of the volleyball court with Montana State coming to Missoula to play Montana on Friday night. So Allison Lawrence, the head coach of the Grizz volleyball team, will join us here shortly. All-class volleyball tournament rolling on in Bozeman. We'll have some more scores for you before the show is over. But uh, the two main storylines here so far are in Class AA, uh, all Eastern AA winners in the first round. So they got the crossover there in the first round, and uh, Billings West beat Missoula. Big Sky swept them, in fact. Bozeman Gallatin swept Missoula. Hellgate, Great Falls CMR knocked out Western AA number one, Helena High. Not knocked out, but knocked down into the loser's bracket. Helena High, uh, they went undefeated in regular season play in the Western AA. The Bengals did. And Great Falls CMR, the defending champs, beat them 3-1. to one. And then in the, uh, the fourth game of the afternoon... Billings Senior sweeps Missoula Sentinel. So impressive effort by the East. The other main storyline there in Bozeman is in Class B. Not that surprising. It's actually a pretty commonplace. But you had uh, four teams from the South uh, advance to the uh, the undefeated part of the bracket. Townsend won. Huntley Project won. What else is new? And uh, had a couple other winners there from the South as well, including Shepard uh, in the... Uh, the last game of the afternoon set there in the Class B tournament. Well, we should have just recorded everything we were just talking about, but that might have been too uh, deep for all of uh, this audience. Although, you are pretty deep figures out there. Uh, we'll go back to Honest Now, ESPN Radio, down here on the University of Montana campus with uh, Grizz Volleyball Coach Allison Lawrence. Last time we were in this office, the uh, Grizz Volleyball team coming off a great victory over their rival, uh, Montana State Bobcats, in front of a Big Sky Conference record in Bozeman. And now... 
the uh, rematch of this season comes to Missoula on Friday night. So it uh, should be a fun one. Coach, between uh, then and now, what have you thought of your team? Because you guys have uh, – this Big Sky Conference has been very tough. I think you guys were 3-0 and last time we talked. And uh, you've had some big wins. You've had some tough losses. So, I mean, it seems like this has been a pretty big grinder in the conference season. Yeah, it's a wild conference year. Um, top of the conference – is losing matches, bottom of the conference is winning matches, and then there's just, it feels like the middle is so tight. I think everyone's within a, one match or two matches of each other right now. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think we've had some incredible breakthroughs, and then I think just as we've been a group that's been learning how to consistently win, um, especially when we're the team that's ranked ahead of the, the opponent we're playing, um, to win the matches we needed to and to separate into the top half. I think, yeah, we've been, our consistency has been tested. So this past weekend, we had one of the most incredible wins probably in program history, but definitely since I've been here in terms of ranking in the conference and then um, came out flat on Saturday and played a very steady Sac State team. So I think I think just it's been the story of who in the conference can put together complete weekends really and is going to be the separator between the top three and four and then everybody else that's having splits and, and kind of yeah, just in the cluster. <laughs> what is the thing or are the uh, the factors that determine just being able to close out matches? Because if you watch volleyball, the, the momentum swings are crazy. I mean, there can be full momentum swings within the scope of 10 minutes. And then it's back and forth, back and forth. What helps a team learn how to close? Gosh, <laughs> such a good question and such a moving target. Right. And I think it's it depends on matchups and things. I think for us, what makes us the most consistent is when our first contact is really high quality. I mean, you see when we're when we're losing consistently and the numbers and standards that we hit offensively really drop or when our passing breaks down um, and our defensive numbers break down. And so, um, yeah, to get into the weeds of our stats, there's just I think. Our opponents in conference are coached by really incredible coaches, and you know going into that weekend, okay, this seam, meaning the ball between these two people in serve-receive has been giving us trouble. They serve the ball there. Like, just, you just create advantages in small ways like that um, in matchups and... Yeah, so I think those are the things that cause breakdowns and cause momentum shifts because really in volleyball, when you're like if you point score and hold your serve at the percentage that you should um, and side out at the percentage that you should, the margins are so small and we're all getting 20 and above really. Right, and so right. it's just comes down to can you create in the other team or can you point score on your side just like really two points? And so the margin is so small. And yeah, I think what was the difference in Portland State is we made plays at the end of ma- of the of the sets. I mean, Portland State had at least two set points um, in sets one and two. So, yeah. Allison Lawrence, Grizz Volleyball, joining us here on Nuana's Now ESPN Radio. Uh, with the, the sports that have conference tournaments, oftentimes you want to be peaking towards the conference tournament, but when you go and play great against a Portland State, for example, who's one of the top teams in the league, does that give you a, a sliver of confidence just in, in what your team's potential is yeah for sure and i think we just i mean we've been a team all season and up into that match that had beat all the teams below us Mm -hmm. um and really this was our this was an opportunity to to 
not steal a win, but to assert ourselves as a team that can beat the top half and the top three, Portland State, UNC, and Weber were the schools that in the um, the first half, like we took maybe one set, I think, um, off of those three opponents. And so, yeah, we got smacked around down in Portland the first half. And I think, yeah, it was just a big, it was a confidence booster, like you said, but also just um, really wanting to be relevant in the top group. And I think we proved that we are. Friday here in Missoula, Bobcats coming to town. So uh, first of all, when it comes to just mitigating the noise around this, how do you go about doing that this week? It's tough. I mean, there's lots of potential distractions and storylines and um, and some of that is so exciting. I mean, in our in the big sky, there's one true rivalry and it's right. us and the Bobcats. And we feel there there's a level of gratitude for that um, that I think is equal to the lever of the level of kind of like fieriness we have to beat them. And so um, you're kind of walking that line between like, yeah, wanting to destroy them and also so thankful that we get to play in an environment that really no, very few people do. Um, so to me, we keep the focus really, um, really narrow and it's on executing, using all of the extra energy and all of the extra hype and all of that to really narrow our focus on the things that are going to tactically win us the match. Um, and our girls have learned that year after year. So the juniors and seniors have been tested and been able to do that. So that muscle memory, I think, is in a good place for us. Several Montana girls on each side of this thing. So um, anything particular that you say to them? I mean, like someone like Serena Marino has been in this uh, match for, she's playing this match, uh, you know, double digit numbers of times now. But, uh, you know, it's always a special moment for all of them. So, I mean, how do you sort of approach that element of it? Yeah, I think that's really cool. I mean, it it's hard to even put words to it and Sarah the other day in our press conference um, Sarah Ashley from Helena said yeah we I mean we've been playing against each other as high school athletes they played together as club athletes and so the rivalry kind of started before they even got here and when you're born in the state and you know what it means to root you got to pick one side or the other Mm -hmm. and you know what that means I think it just adds depth and heart Um, and to me the best sporting events are the ones where both sides are completely like what you want is completely exposed to the fans and so your heart is kind of on the line and that means that it hurts really bad when you come up short um, and there's no feeling like it when you come out with a win. It's a huge volleyball weekend around the state of Montana, too, because all-class volleyball tournaments going on the other side of the, the Continental Divide. So uh, with this Friday night match, then will you guys be able to go over to that? How does that work from a recruiting standpoint? Are you guys even allowed to go over there? Yeah, we are. We have a dead period with the signing uh-huh. day. on when, We have a dead period Thursday, so it lifts Friday. So we've been lucky sometimes if we don't play on Friday to drive over mm-hmm. to Bozeman and see it. I wish that it rotated and it wasn't always in Bozeman because, you know, they have an advantage of being on their campus. Sure. Um, and yeah, we've got things going on here that keep us here. So I don't think we're going to see it, um, in person. And we've got, you know, I I don't know, it's in this state right now, we've got such high level volleyball happening at the state at the high school level. And so it's, it feels so good just to sit and watch it and see like the future of volleyball in this state kind of coming up through, um, such amazing, amazing coaches and programs. But yeah, it's, it's really exciting. I wish... I wish it moved around a little bit. <laughs> no doubt. It, it is fun having it in one facility, but it would yeah. be fun if it did move around a little bit as well. Also, Lawrence Grizz Volleyball joining us. And last thing for you then, I mean, the, the sport is 
growing yeah, around the country, but especially here in Montana. So uh, this is sort of an example of that on Friday night, right? I mean, th- th- if people want to come and watch this, this is going to be very, very high level, very intense environment. It is. And we want it. I mean, ultimately, we want it to be the conference championship. We want the level of volleyball in our conference, the highest level um, coming out of us in Montana State. And I think that's what keeps Montana athletes playing for their hometown, you know, university and choosing to stay in the state versus leave. And it makes that rivalry even more special when you know, okay, if I'm choosing UM or MSU, I'm choosing to play for a, a, like a conference championship team and I'm battling against athletes I've battled since I was a freshman in high school. And to me, that vision is really cool. Um, but yeah, Bozeman's loaded with, uh, great players from the state i think we are too and that's only increasing as you said there's better and better volleyball every year being played here so um we want to do that justice by putting on a big show seven o'clock friday night at the adams center here on the university of montana campus come check out the uh, rivalry game between montana montana state allison lawrence joining us here on nuance now thanks for being here coach thank you it is really fun to to sort of think about i, I was talking with somebody about the the emergence of a variety of elite female athletes out of the state of Montana that have earned opportunities at the highest level of college sports in sports that aren't basketball and how that's then had an impact on the women's college basketball teams in Montana for so many years, especially like during the heyday of the Robin Selvig era for the Lady Grizz basketball team in the 80s and 90s, the best female athletes from Montana would come to play basketball at Montana. And even sometimes if they were better at other sports, they would still come to be a Lady Grizz basketball player. And now we have some of our best going uh, to the top level of, of collegiate volleyball. I mean, somebody like Taylor Mims comes to mind. She was a Billings senior star who then was an all-pack 12 performer at Washington State. Or uh, somebody more recently, like Paige Barsh, who was the Gatorade Player of the Year out of Helena Capital, who's now a a star at Boise State early in her career. And uh, it's just it's interesting to 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 see how much the level of volleyball has risen, how popular volleyball has become, how many young ladies pursue volleyball even ahead of women's basketball in Montana and otherwise as well. Uh, it's fun to watch, and we've seen it in track and field as well. So uh, that's a good thing. What I'm saying is a good thing. It's also just an impactful thing. It also does play a factor. So uh, just just interesting to think about. We get as many recent uh, and most current all-class volleyball scores for you to close out your Thursday. Plus, we'll let you know what's going on tomorrow. Big high school football slate. Final four across each of the four class five classifications, I guess, in Montana high school football. We'll uh, talk some prep sports next. Keep it right here. It's No One Is Now, ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. 
Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. It's super fun living in Missoula because some of the Missoula style bands, as I'm always talking about, they do come here and they realize that I'm right. <laughs> and then, or more importantly, that the fit is great. And uh, then they keep on coming back. And, uh, you know, some of them even have roots or put down roots around these parts. And so it's always fun uh, seeing the burgeoning and uh, vibrant music scene here in the Garden City. Uh, it's Noah's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Coulter Nuanas, thanks for joining us here on your Thursday. Missed anything in today's show? You can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast. Probably presented by the M Store. New location, downtown Missoula, Broadway and Higgins, the corner of the M Store. All grizz all the time. Great place to pick up any and all apparel. It's cold, so if you need something for the game this weekend, it's going to be freezing. So go get yourself a beanie or a sweater or uh, some gloves. They have all the stuff down there at the M Store. Downtown Missoula. The uh, Nuance Now podcast also presented by the Montana State Bookstore. If you're looking to pick up uh, some Bobcat gear, uh, great place to swing by there. The uh, rivalry game for football next weekend. So looking forward to that. Uh, today's show was a fun one. Thanks to all of our guests for joining us. We heard from Spencer Brash, the uh, starting quarterback for the Cal Poly Mustangs. Heard from Bobby Houck, head coach of the Montana Grizzlies. Gave you some all-class volleyball scores from the uh, all-class high school volleyball state tournament in Bozeman. Heard from Brooks Duanez, Skyline Sports, talking uh, around the world of NFL and betting lines. And we heard from Allison Lawrence, the head coach of the Grizz volleyball team. So go subscribe to that. Nuanez Now uh, podcast, available on all of your podcast hosting platforms. The story of the day in the uh, all-class volleyball tournament, the domination of the Eastern AA, Billings West swept Missoula Big Sky, Bozeman Gallatin swept Missoula Hellgate, Great Falls CMR beat Helena High, the top seed out of the West, in four sets, and then Billings Senior swept Missoula Sentinel in Class A, uh, Billings Central, Haver, and Laurel all into uh, tonight's round of undefeated games. Haven't been able to find a final for Harden and Rodan quite yet. And then in Class B, it was all Southern teams. The uh, Townsend Bulldogs swept Thompson Falls. Huntley Project swept Glasgow. Colstrip swept Shoto. And Shepard swept Big Fork. So all four Southern B teams uh, into the undefeated portion of the bracket. And in Class C, Chinook and Bridger each advanced. Manhattan Christian, the defending state champs, advanced. And they'll play the winner of Belt and Seiko Whitewater Hinsdale. So uh, amazing in Class C. You could see just how important programs are because it's uh, it's so many of the same programs every year. Belt is always good. Seiko Whitewater Hinsdale, always good. Manhattan Christian has been uh, just rolling it up the last several years. Uh, always seem to be in the mix. Um, Bridger is always good. So uh, fun to see those teams continue to battle it out. We'll have more updates for you from tonight's uh, matches at the Brick Breeden Fieldhouse in Bozeman from the uh, state tournament, all-class state volleyball tournament there uh, in Bozeman. Tomorrow, high school football playoffs, Final Four at the AA, all the way through six-man levels. So we'll take you through each and every one of the matchups, give you some key storylines. We'll also hear from Dane Oliver, the head coach of the Missoula Sentinel Spartans, and their title defense 
remains alive. They're into the final four. They play at top seeded Helena Capitals. So we'll, we'll see if they can spring another upset. Aaron Best, the head coach of the Eastern Washington Eagles, will also join us to preview the Grizz game uh, on Saturday. And we'll hear from Carol in the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. She, uh, she definitely tried to get us fired about seven times today So when we recorded. So, uh, you know, stay tuned for that. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. So we'll talk all things postseason high school sports, all things college football, and uh, all things NFL. Drive slow. Be safe. Stay warm. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been Nuanas Now here on 102.9 ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of the Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the Advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, It's all we practice. Uh, You're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 montanaadvocates.com.